Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a plant-based health coach, yoga instructor, and mindset mentor, and I help women feel happier, healthier, and more fulfilled by teaching them to practice better self-care and manage their minds. And today's episode is called The Job of Food. Hey everyone, welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. So I did a Facebook Live on this topic a few weeks ago and I wanted to talk about it on the podcast and just go a little bit deeper. I wanted to really go into this topic because I think this um, change in thought can really help you um, achieve your health goals that you want to around food and, and body and all that. So... This might be a little bit of a controversial way to think or topic for some of you, and some of you might listen to this episode or this topic and feel really inspired and agree with this way of thinking. And as I talk about this, I don't mean that you shouldn't enjoy food, but I just think that it's an interesting way to think about food and that it might help you or might help some people who are struggling with their relationship to food. So... When we think about the job of food, it's quite literally to nourish us. Like that's the point of eating. We need to eat to get energy, right? Like that's the job of food. But when we think about what we actually are using food for, um, which a lot of times is comfort and um, people are reaching for it, you know, for comfort in negative emotions, but also in, for positive emotions too. Um, and so I get that. And obviously that is because, you know, when we were little, we used food as comfort. So like when we were a baby, we didn't see food as fuel. We associated it with comfort by like snuggling with our mom and nursing or like a loved one and bottle feeding. And we felt comfort while we ate. And that's where probably that association came from, right? Because like we associated it with love and um, snuggling and comfort and that kind of stuff. So as we got older, we just kind of kept thinking of it like that way because your body is programmed by the time you're age seven unless you um, have done work to change it you're you know you're a seven-year-old walking around as like a 30-year-old right so we still are likely using food as comfort and like to varying degrees some people more so than others so if we're feeling like lonely or stressed or overwhelmed maybe angry or like even happy you could even be happy and still use food as a comfort when you're happy right so If you're using food for comfort every day, that is going to or has created an unhealthy relationship with food and yourself and obviously can create weight issues as well. Like if you are always turning to food for comfort, you're going to, um, instead of feeling your emotions, you're going to have excess weight on your body. And so if you can wrap your head around the idea of using food as fuel and also believe it when you like so you have to 
start to think about just using food as fuel, but you also have to believe it, then you can change your relationship with food and start to reach for more healthy whole foods that actually will nourish and sustain your body and provide your body with the energy um, needed to, to accomplish big things in the world. Like most of you, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have big goals or dreams for yourself that you are wanting to accomplish or that have been on your mind for a while but you aren't accomplishing them yet. Um, Or maybe since listening to it, you're starting to have more um, bigger goals or dreams or aspirations for yourself. And so Brooke Castillo uh, talks about having success and accomplishments come from your work rather than getting satisfaction from the food that you eat. And this is where it might be controversial for some people because basically... Everybody wants the food that they eat to taste good. And obviously I get that, right? You don't like, that's why we have taste buds (laughs) so that it, we can taste. That's part of being human. So I, I'm, this is where I'm like stumbling over my words because I know that it's controversial or that it seems absurd to think that you should just eat, you know, bland tasting foods or that you shouldn't, um, really get satisfaction from the food that you eat but obviously if you're getting too much satisfaction or if that's like all you're thinking about all day long um or you're always turning to food for comfort because you know when we turn to food for comfort we're not grabbing an apple or some carrots we're like grabbing chips or popcorn or um chocolate or whatever so we're grabbing foods that are going to give you that instant dopamine hit rather than working through your emotions. So if you're feeling lonely, then you're like, oh, I'll just go eat some chocolate because that will give me an instant rush of dopamine and I'll feel better. Rather than, oh, I feel lonely. I wonder what this is, what's coming up and maybe I should go into this a little bit more because that's uncomfortable and that's hard and we're not really taught or encouraged to feel um, the negative emotions like from little kids it's like as soon as you see a child having a tantrum or crying or hurt or whatever you know the parents rush to that child and they're like you're okay shh be quiet it's okay everything's okay and so we're not really taught to go into those emotions and like I totally get it. Like when my kids are crying or hurt or having a tantrum, like it is so frustrating and I just want it to just be over. (laughs) So it's hard to allow them to have that space to feel negative emotions. And I also kind of go back and forth in my mind between like it's normal to have a range of emotions, obviously, because we do. But it's also important to really focus on feeling good so that you can just keep attracting with a law of attraction, attracting more positive um, circumstances into your life. So in my mind, I'm always kind of going over that. Like it's normal if I'm feeling frustrated, it's normal if they're feeling frustrated or whatever, or angry or, or sad, but we do want to work through that and get back to positive feeling emotions. So that's kind of always going on in my mind and um that balance there but so back to Burke Castillo so she is saying that we should get our um 
accomplishment and and feeling of success and satisfaction from our our work or from you know reaching fitness goals or whatever it is rather than from the food that you eat so if you are um, somebody that is doing that then just start to look into that why are you always doing that is there a way like can you start to work through that and start to um, just allow start allowing urges for chocolate or chips or whatever to be there so Brooke Castillo kind of suggests having your food be, you know, a little bit more bland and um, not feeling the need to put a lot of sauces or um, different seasonings or whatever on your food and just having your food quite literally be for energy. And so she um, eats like a really plain and a lot of the same foods every day and I like that she talks about that and as a way of constraint because for her um, she just it's less choice that she needs to decide and so when you're making a lot of choices all the time throughout your day you do get like decision fatigue and you start to make poorer and poorer choices as the day goes on so if you kind of have like an average um or a standard meal and you have a standard way of dressing, then you're just making less choices on things that really don't matter as much if you're wanting to do like big things in your career or in your whatever. So that's kind of where her belief comes from. And I kind of like that. But for me, I don't eat the same things every day. I think that I think that I might get bored and I do know that my husband would get bored and my kids wouldn't necessarily like that either. And so in the stage of life that I'm in, um, feeding young kids, like she doesn't have young kids anymore. Her kids are um, moved out and and in college. So it's different. But for me and for probably people listening to this podcast, if you have young kids, you are cooking for them. But I also don't want you to use your kids as an excuse or your husband as an excuse for you not eating the way you want to. So, so many people will say, you know, I'm not going to make two meals and, and they only will eat chicken fingers and fries. So that's what I have to eat because I'm not going to, I don't have time to make two meals. And so in a case like that, um, first of all, you're never going to reach your goals. So if you, um, and you're never going to be as healthy as you want to be. So it's not just about like weight loss goals or whatever, but it's just like, how, like, how do you want to feel? Obviously full of energy and healthy. And if you have excess weight on you, it's, it's just not going to be as easy to move. It's not your, your body is not going to be as healthy as it can be. So if that's what you are using as your, you're using your kids as a reason to, or your husband or whatever, to hold you back and um, that's not fair to yourself or to them and so first of all if you're feeding your kids that all the time and that's going to be like the only thing that you think that they'll eat you're enabling them as well and as a parent you get to decide what you feed your kids and they get to decide how much if any that they'll eat of it so yeah if you have 10 year old kids and they've always eaten a certain way it's going to be a little bit harder to get them to come to more healthy whole foods. 
but not impossible. And I mean, it's going to be easier at the age of 10 than it is at the age of 20. So you might as well start making changes. And if they see you doing it, like, so maybe you do just keep feeding them the way that they've always eaten, but then you make yourself something in the time that that is cooking, you can have time for yourself to cook something else. So do not say that you don't have time because like find a way to maybe one day a week you're making like a huge salad that you can just portion out for the week and you make a homemade salad dressing and like maybe you add beans or quinoa or whatever to it to add some more like substance or like um, some staying power to your salad. So you can you can easily do that in 15 minutes and you have to take that time for your own health. So do not use time as an excuse and do not use your kids as an excuse. So um, I kind of got off track and now I'm trying to think about what I was saying before. But anyways, um, you need to take control as an adult um, and as your children's mother or father to be a role model for them. And as they see you eating those types of foods, they're going to want to try it. They're going to maybe be more open to it. So be a role model for them and also do what you need to do to be healthy if that's what you want for yourself, right? Which I'm assuming it is because you're listening to this episode. So um, if you're using, if you're somebody that is using food as a buffer instead of turning inward and just, you know, doing that uncomfortable, difficult work of checking in and seeing how you're feeling and why you're feeling a certain way, then you're just turning off your brain and turning to food to numb out. And a lot of people numb out by watching shows or spending money or doing like other procrastination tactics to not deal with emotions. Like, um, you could honestly numb out by cleaning your house or calling your friend to distract you instead of um, if something is coming up inside of you. Like, you know, maybe you know that you should be going for a run, but you're like, oh, I've just really got to clean my house or whatever. So there's lots of ways that we can um, distract ourselves or procrastinate or whatever. And sometimes it can be good. Like, I mean, it's good to get your house clean too, but also if you make a plan to do something and you choose not to do it, um, then it has... A negative effect so I hope that you can see that so there's you have to find that in yourself so if you're choosing to use food to not feel your emotions or if you're choosing to watch a show instead or maybe watching a show and eating th- then you're just going to be getting negative um, negative results in your life that you don't really want in the long term right so you're going to take back your power and take control over your life when you start to view the job of food as nourishment and turn to either meditation or journaling or um, speaking to a loved one about what's going on inside of you or how you're feeling or just like feeling those feelings. You'll, You'll take back the power and control of your life if you do that instead of turning to food. So the problem with buffering is that First, obviously, I've already kind of touched on this, you'll have the undesired result of continuing to numb out on a certain action. So that might be gaining weight from always turning to food, or maybe it's going to be a low bank account from always shopping whenever you are angry or whatever. Um, Or you'll have 
the undesired result of maybe unfulfilled goals or an unfulfilled life from just always watching shows in your evening instead of using that time to learn or to do something creative or whatever. And then the second problem with that is that even if you do numb out and choose not to feel your emotions at that time that they come up, you will still have those feelings inside of you. They haven't been processed. They haven't been dealt with. They're still going to be there. They'll still come up at a different time. So it's not really that buffering solves a problem. It just puts it on the back burner for a while. It's still there. Those feelings will still come up. We're human. We're always, even if you, even when you deal with them, they'll come up again in a different circumstance, in a different situation. Like it's not like once you deal with frustration, you're never going to feel frustration again. You'll maybe be quicker at dealing with it. It's not going to bother you as much. Like as you start to um, work with your emotions or like feel your emotions more, you start to see that like negative feelings aren't really a problem. They're just a part of life. And so if you can change your mindset around that and see it as completely normal and obviously necessary to have contrast in our life, it allows you to see that um, contrast allows you to see what it is that you don't want and that helps you understand what it is you do want. And nothing happens to you when you feel a negative emotion. It's just uncomfortable. And you have to learn to be uncomfortable if you want to grow. And growth is like um, discomfort is the currency to growth is what a lot of, uh, it's like a quote that I love. A lot of people say it. Maybe you've heard it. So it's part of life to learn how to manage it now so that you can stop having the undesired results of buffering. Because even if you buffer, those those emotions are still going to come up. And then also you'll have the undesired results of the time that you've buffered. So whether that's um, food that you ate that you maybe didn't really want to, that wasn't what you had planned for yourself, or you've wasted a whole year of your life just watching reruns on TV in the evenings instead of doing what it is you really deep down wanted to do. So I encourage you to start making choices to consume more whole foods. And when you're eating them, start to think about the positive impact that food is having on your body. Like I 100% admit it, like there's times in the beginning where it can be hard to make switches to healthier foods, especially if you've been used to eating more processed foods. So remember like you might have a goal coming from your higher self to become healthier and you know that means to start eating more plant-based foods, but then when it comes to mealtime or cooking time or whatever, you might not really feel like eating what you had planned. But you are an adult. You can, and you obviously do, do things that you don't always want to do. And I've said it in other episodes. How many times have you gotten up in the middle of the night with your crying baby? Every single time, right? Like how many times have you gotten out of bed when your alarm went off and you you had to go to work even though you you were tired and you didn't feel like getting out of bed? every day that you need to so it's okay if you don't always feel like eating the healthy foods that you planned and to still do it anyways and that's part of being an adult and that's where um, when you continue to do that in all areas of your life you'll see so much growth so much expansion so much accomplishment so when you prepare those foods do it with love and appreciation for your body and when you consume the food Think about the energy and the health that you'll have from continued eating in this way. And I feel like I need to touch on this a little bit too in this episode because it comes up so much for people. They say to me, 
you may spend a lot of time in the kitchen or making food or whatever. And like to that, I mean, I would say I obviously make whole plant-based foods, which means that yes, I am in the kitchen a few times a day, (laughs) but like most people are eating two or three times a day. So they'd be in the kitchen for those times too. And it doesn't really matter what you're cooking. Like, yes, some things take more time, but some things also can take less time. And some, like there's some plant-based foods that do take more time to cook or like meals to cook. There's also some unhealthy foods that you can make that take a bit of time to cook too, right? So um, to me, there's just no better way to spend your time than to be making healthy food for you and your family. And I think that just people are forgetting that preparing healthy food is part of being healthy. So if that's something that you want, which I just, I mean, obviously everybody wants to be healthy, then that's just the path that you'll need to take. So you can't just think that you can only go to the gym and that's going to get you the health that you want and that you're just exempt from making healthy meals. Like, of course not. Health comes from the inside out. So you need to be feeding your body whole foods. And that should be where you start. Um, Although, like saying that, I mean, for me, I would say that I kind of began my health journey by going vegetarian, but I was definitely a junk food vegetarian for the first few years. And I was more into exercise and movement and running and and, um, like weights and yoga. So if you are on that track of coming into your like your health journey through because of movement or getting started um, with movement more, then you'll likely want to start fueling your body with healthier foods. And so that might be your path. So even if you are eating more processed foods, that still takes time. It's not that you aren't spending time in the kitchen. You might think that you're spending less time, but like how do you really even know? And also like eating healthy doesn't always mean more time than someone who isn't eating whole foods. It still is going to take you time to cook like craft dinner or something else from a box. So whatever, like when you're in the kitchen, just use your time wisely. There might be a little bit of a learning curve for those of you that are moving towards a plant-based diet and learning different cooking times for certain foods or whatever but there's going to be a 100% payoff. Like you're going to receive so much more energy and health and vitality from making that switch. And so um, when you're in the kitchen, like for me, I make, I've said this a lot before, so I always feel like a broken record, but in case this is your first time hearing it, I make, you know, a batch or two of soup a week. And so that'll last us like three days usually. And if I'm making something like lentil balls or chickpea balls or whatever, I'll always double, sometimes triple that batch and then either freeze half of them or use them in another meal later on that week or whatever. So just be smart about if you're spending the time doing something once, double it and find a way to use it in another meal so that maybe you and your family don't get bored if you don't really like to have a lot of leftovers. Um you could roast like a huge batch of vegetables and then have it, you know, one way, one night, and then the next night have it, you know, have it in a soup or um, 
you could make like a roasted vegetable sandwich with some sort of like marinara or balsamic reduction sauce or something like that. So there's always ways that you can repurpose your foods and use them in a different recipe. Um, like same with quinoa and rice, like make a double batch and then use it in another way the next night so that, you know, you'll have less dishes and just spend less time doing certain things. But lots of times when you're making one meal, if you're cooking one thing and you have something else going, like there's multiple things cooking and you can do something else while you're waiting for things to cook, like cleaning up or whatever it is that you need to do at home. So just choose your time wisely. Um, And we all have to be spending time cooking and consuming foods. So don't act like it's optional. It, It shouldn't be optional. I think that you need to find a way to enjoy that time in the kitchen because if you're acting or thinking like it's a a chore, um, which if you're thinking that way, you're believing that your thoughts just come to you and that you don't have control over them. But once you start, you know, meditating or, or learning more about your mind, you will start to see that you are the thinker of your thoughts, which sounds like kind of meta, but like, If you, like sometimes, yes, thoughts automatically come into your mind, but you can always choose to like stop those thoughts or keep thinking thoughts that you want. So if you want to enjoy your time in the kitchen, then find a way to enjoy it. Change your thoughts around it. Think to yourself about how good you're going to feel when you're eating those foods. Put on a good podcast or um, playlist Put on a show, get your family involved, enjoy a glass of tea or wine. Um, like you have control over how you feel. So quit acting like you're a victim in your own life or that you don't have control over your emotions because you 100% do. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. I got a little bit hardcore on you guys there at the end, but I just think sometimes we need that little bit of a reminder. My hope for you guys is that you just start to change the way that you view food and you start to get your joy and satisfaction from accomplishments and learn to comfort yourself with your thoughts and feeling your feelings and just use food as energy to go out and create amazing results in your life. Please share this episode if you enjoyed it and make sure to check out the show notes to find the links to follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I have created a new private group with a weekly show on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time that will have more educational and inspirational content for you all. So make sure you get into that new Facebook group because that's going to be where um, I'll be posting lots of content for you as well. And of course, Instagram as well will be daily. Um, And then you can also join my email list, which is in the link is in the show notes too, to do that so that you can stay up to date on future podcast episodes and also programs inside of Align Wellness. So thanks again for listening and take care, everyone.